Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Episode, what, five of season two? Wow. Five of season two. <laughs> episode 57 overall. I got it wrong last week. We're, we're originally 56, but Andrew clarified we're at 57. Yep. We are. We're rolling here. We are into the month of November. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, I want to send this over to you because our special guest tonight is your cousin. So you yes. do the honor, sir. Absolutely. So our special guest today is one of my cousins, cousins from a mom's side of the family. He knows lots about sports. We debate every time the family gets together. Usually him and him and I always win. We got to introduce you to a fellow Duke fan uh, and huge tennis guy, Noel Alberto Noel. Hello, sir. Uh, Noel, you are muted. Yeah, Noel, you are muted. Can you hear us? Uh-oh. Uh, I there, we you. You, you, there you go. There you go. There you go. Now you're, you're good. good. There we go. Okay, got it, got it. Try yeah, again. Uh, <laughs> hello. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Uh, yeah, just uh, never been on a podcast before. I used to host one long, long time ago, but ne- never been a guest. So there you go. Be the guest this time. Hell yeah, absolutely. So welcome, you know, feel free to chime in on your expertise at any point in time when we're talking, feel free to cut us off. I cut off Merritt every single time. He does it the same to me. So there's nothing wrong. We're just out here talking sports and life and everything else in between. Basically just say whatever the hell you want. We are two blabbering idiots (laughs) um, as we call (laughs) call ourselves. So you're good whenever you want to start jumping in. Um, so we're going to go through the weekly sports update per usual guys. The first thing I want to talk, touch on, I'm not sure Kevin, if I showed, shared this with you, if you saw it in the news or even Noel, if you saw this, I'm just going to leave it at Boston Bruins and see if you guys know what I'm talking about. Give you a minute. No, I know. I know his last, uh, last name is Mitchell. I know the Coyotes drafted him a few years ago in the fourth round, but then they revoked his draft right because it came out that he bullied a a special needs uh, black uh, kid at his school, and then you know they uh, signed him, and then and then it was pretty bad that in the sense that uh, I don't think the Cam Neely or the ownership reached out to that uh, person's family in regards to you know, what happened. So they didn't really do their due diligence on their part. And then they just released him from his contract that he just signed. Yeah. So they signed him Friday afternoon and I got like a text message from my buddy who's a bigger hockey fan than me. And I read into it and Noel touched on the, the points. He was a 14 year old kid. Um, not don't want to dive too deep into the details because it's not really good things that he did to this kid. Um, the worst one of the things that the stories cover is apparently he had the kid eat a lollipop that had been placed in a urinal. Um, he called him derogatory terms, used the N-word, of course, and basically made this kid's life a living hell. Um, so the Bruins signed him, and all of a sudden, everyone in the world started freaking out. Um, and Rightfully so. I don't care if this kid has changed his way of life and his way of thinking and he's a better human being you screwed yourself up by making that decision 
Um, so they they signed him. The players the next day, they're interviewing Brad Marchand, uh, Patrice Bergeron, all the, the class act players on the Bruins, and they're all like, yeah, we don't really see how this fits our team, considering we're character builders and like what this team represents to this community. Um, Cam apparently Neely and Sweeney did not even talk to the NHL, did not talk to the family of the victim at all about any of this. And when they interviewed the NHL commissioner, he said this player was not um, allowed to play and more than likely would never be able to play in the NHL. Uh, so if he even went to try to go to the AHL, he still probably wouldn't be able to because he was be suspended from the NHL. So come yesterday morning or Sunday afternoon, they released him uh, from his contract. And basically Neely and Sweeney fell backwards on their words and looked like idiots. But they are idiots at this point in time. They need to be fired. As a Bruins fan, please fire them. Please. That's crazy. I had no idea about that at all. When you wrote that from one of our subjects, I'm like, what the hell happened? I had no idea about any of that. So shout out to Noel for all the info and Merritt for putting on there. Yeah, honestly, that is you not doing your due diligence on doing your background checks, which you're supposed to be doing with all the type of players that you're trying to bring onto your roster. So from the bottom up, pretty much failed at what they were supposed to do. And now they fixed it. And hopefully they're careful, more careful with who they're bringing onto their team, because that is just not a good look. It wasn't. And the worst part was, is that like new information came to light. It's like, no, 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 no. You guys just had a full, whole fan base just destroy you in less than 24 hours. Like, shut up. We all know that you guys knew all the information or at least the information that you wanted to know. So, yes. Um, let's touch base on this. He was the elephant in the room last week. He's still probably the elephant in the room for everybody in sports, considering Sunday football talked about it and they were making disclaimers about anti-Semitic remarks and hatred, um, which was fantastic. I don't think Kyrie Irving is going to play basketball again this year. My, my opinion, I don't think he plays again this year. If I may on this, go right ahead. My whole thing. So I saw the report on like a couple of days ago where they delivered the six terms to Kyrie Irving on what he is supposed to do. So for those that don't know, you know, the Nets asked Kyrie, they want him to apologize and condemn the movie they he that they were promoting. A five hundred thousand dollar donation to hate anti hate causes, sensitivity training, anti Semitic training, meeting with the ADL Jewish leaders, and meeting with Joe Sai to demonstrate understanding. What? Let me ask you this: Why couldn't we just have said all of these things behind closed doors instead of having it blasted like this? to the media, you know? So like we talked about it and we're not going to beat the, the dead horse like we did last week. We all know the handling of this situation was poor from all sides around, you know, but at the end of the day, 
I, 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 Merritt, I don't know if I'll go as far as if he won't ever play another NBA game this season. I'll say it's going to take so a, lot, a little bit more time than just them saying five games. Um, you know, all that, like, you know, I'm, we're not going to get into the whole thing like we did before, but honestly, both sides screwed up on all ends in handling of this. And maybe, hopefully it'll be a lesson to them on how to handle certain things. But that's what, that's my thoughts. Noel, do you have any other thoughts on the infamous Kyrie Irving situation? Um, I'll already begin as a Nets fan uh, and as a huge, well, as a previously huge Kyrie fan. Uh, obviously, it's a bit frustrating. I like, I like talk to a lot of like Nets fans every day. And I was like, Oh, how long do you think he'll actually be suspended for? And they're all like, Oh, probably just five games. But I think, I think if he does come back, yeah, I'm also not on the spectrum where he doesn't play again this season. I think if anything, he'll probably run into next year, probably after the all-star break, if anything. I don't, I just, I'm, I agree with all the things that he needs to do. I think he should do it all. Absolutely. I, I agree Absolutely. that they put it uh, in. I saw like Jalen Brown and the NFL, uh, the NBA uh, PA is actually going to fight some of these um, because they think some of it has been to a point of blown out of proportion on what happened. And I think, you know, taking the extra time and seeing what happened. Yes. This blew up because no one handled it correctly to start. So now they're back, you know, trying to go backwards to rectify a situation that shouldn't have occurred, but it did. And they didn't touch on it right away. Um, I think he suspended at least for the remainder of the year, unless the, the PA steps in and, they rectify some of the things that he needs to do. But as a human being, I hope to God that he actually takes those steps and does those things to understand what he did. Um, reading his apologies, like I said last week, they were half-assed. His PA, his PR people probably did them for him. He doesn't write his own crap, I hope. Well, if he does, then he's an idiot. Uh, <laughs> but... He's not going to play at, you know, what this is going into game four of the suspension, I think, at this point. So he's definitely not playing in the next month minimum. Um, I don't see him being really back until, you know, maybe, maybe next year. Uh, and that by that point, the question is who's going to touch him? You know, he's a great yeah. player, but who's, who's going to touch somebody that basically has ruined the past four years, five years of his career. Yeah. I mean, these type of players, you know, they pop up here and there with whatever they do outside of the, the court. I mean, I, I it's time remains to be seen. It just seems that whenever something like this happens, that, you know, we don't see much of them again, you know, it's going to really take someone that, maybe needs a really star good star player and is willing to listen mm -hmm. to Kyrie to see if he has possibly changed his ways 
Um, I don't know of any team that would take him at the moment because of the way his contract. I don't even know what his contract looks like. This but, is his last year of his contract, and it's like $33 million. Uh, what a catch. Yeah. Um, he, he opted in because he – if he opted out, no one, no one wanted to sign him. So the only way he could go anywhere was to opt in and hope to get traded to the Lakers. Um, but we all yeah. saw that didn't happen because the Nets wanted actual pieces and not draft picks and crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's gonna be i think honestly only time will tell and i, I think i'm with noel that i i definitely feel like it's probably gonna i feel like if you take him out halfway through the season after the all-star break you know he can't play in the all-star game that's gonna lose his any extra money he, well, he lost there his, lost his contract with nike yeah it's yep it's currently his, they've his been suspended his shoe is supposed to release today. Yep, it's Kyrie A was supposed to release today. Um, so with that, yeah, it's I mean, it's who knows who else is not is gonna not deal with him. Only time will tell. Well, I can tell you there's probably three teams that definitely don't want to touch him. They all are on well, two are on the east coast and one's in Ohio. Um, but those three teams definitely aren't touching him. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I don't think the Nets really want to bring him back. I think that's part of the reason why they they made that list and made it a public uh, list. So everyone saw it and they're like, oh, this is what we're making him do. Because I wonder if there's going to be a lot of people that actually want to deal with it. So time will tell. Yeah, I one. think I think it's going to be really if anybody wants to take him, they're going to have to go through like a sit down interview with him. They have to really see what his ways are, what his thinking is. Is he really going to be committed to playing the game of basketball? Because, you know, as you can see the last couple of years, his focus was on everything but. So, Noel, you have anything to add on that? I know you're a huge Kyrie fan. I know it's tough for you, but you have anything? Did you burn any of his jerseys and stuff like all these other people are doing? No, I don't. I don't. I don't burn jerseys. I'm not. <laughs> I don't. I don't do any of that stuff. Uh, no, I think uh, you guys touched on everything that I wanted to touch on. So we're uh, we're all good on that. And cool. all right, so Alabama lost again. Woo! That means we're not going to see them in the college football playoffs unless Man. some unless somehow they win the what they're in the West. Unless they win the SEC West and win the you know. SEC tournament or the the championship they have to win game. SEC championship game, yeah. Um, Which would be amazing because let's be real, are we not tired of Alabama in the national championship? I'm tired day? of all top four teams. I'm tired of Georgia, though they just won, and I love Georgia. I'm tired of Clemson. I'm tired of Ohio State. And I'm tired of Alabama. God, get me something new. Last year was at least fun when Cincinnati even made it and then just got blown out. Blown out. <laughs> but who cares? They made it. Like, I'm ready for somebody new. I'm ready to see, like, Tennessee. I'm ready to see, like, TCU maybe. You know, there, there's some teams that are up there that tonight they're actually voting on the, the next, the new top 10 or top 25. So I'm really hoping TCU is 
right there. I think they should be at number five at minimum uh, after this past week. Okay. So I think in are the, when do, when does the changing start? Last week was the first week of the college football playoff voting. Okay. So that was last week. So they had the coaching poll and the playoff poll. And was it, is it still four? Yeah, still four. And I think it's the earliest they're going to switch over to the new model is 2024. Okay. Is when you'll see the newer model. But gotcha, gotcha. Noel, you got any thoughts on the college football rankings? You're muted again. Hello, hello. There, there you go. go. Yeah. So I think when you mentioned Alabama, the only way they get in is. LSU loses out, they win out. So even if they both win next week, it's not possible for Alabama to get into the SEC championship game. Thank God. Wouldn't it be is are Georgia and Tennessee on the same side of Yeah, they're the, on the same side. So whoever won that game last week, it was pretty Georgia. convincing by Georgia. Damn, I would have loved to see that game again in yeah. like a neutral site location. Yeah. Because I think they Georgia beat the crap out of them. I thought it was going to be a better game from Tennessee. Yeah, I think a lot of us thought like uh, my head, our my company headquarters. When I get the chance to like we get to dive in, they're they're in Atlanta, so you know a, a big uh, Georgia like fan base. You know us like our CEO going to Athens, things like that. Oh, know, cool. Is big to uh, to like you know promote the company, etc. Yeah. Nice. All right. So this, real quick yo. on this. So right now, the top rankings you have Georgia, not Georgia. Is this the coaches poll? I'm sorry, I'm I am currently looking at the I'm looking at the the playoff rankings are like going on like right now. Yeah, they're they're voting on them right now. So okay. Oh, breaking news! No, the top. Yeah, I just I just got that notification too. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, TCU. Ooh, Big 12 made it. <laughs> Gotta love it. Tennessee dropped to five. Oregon's at six. Yep. And then you have LSU, USC, UCLA, and Alabama rounding out the top 10. Oh, Alabama's done. Thank God. Yeah, that's crazy. I can't. That's amazing. It's not letting me see the rest of the rankings for whatever reason, but whether it's probably, not that important. Yeah, this. That'll be out tomorrow, but like TCU jumped three spots. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm excited to see that. I, I think TCU's the real deal this year. Yeah. Um, all right, this is probably the most head scratching thing I've ever seen in sports. Let's put an interim head coach that has no no coaching experience except for some high school, and has been an ESPN analyst since he retired. If no one knows, shout out to tanking. Shout out to being a horrible team. Um, If no one knows what I'm talking about, the Indianapolis Colts (laughs) decided to sign their former center, all pro center, Jeff Saturday, who has been out of the league for five, six years at this point. they fired Frank Wright. Smart move. He was doing awful. But they signed Jeff Saturday. 
no head coaching experience and no coaching experience in at the NFL or college level. I believe one of my buddies told me he coached like some high school level for probably his kids. And then their offensive coordinator or play caller for this weekend was like the third string wide receivers coach or something like, cause they fired everybody. So I don't know what Ursay was thinking, but this, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. When I saw Jeff Saturday, I was like that Jeff Saturday just got a coaching job. And the press I think conference. they were talking about it. Like they just couldn't believe that. Like, I think they couldn't believe it either. He, he asked, I guess during the press conference, they're like, so what did you say? He goes, I didn't believe him. I asked him, are you really hiring me? Like what? And not only that in the middle of the season. Yeah. Like you're not going to just let uh, your defensive coordinator slide over who actually their defense isn't atrocious. Their offense is just bad. Their defense looks pretty dang good. So I hope to God that they let Buckner and their other good defensive players go somewhere else. I think that that's just horrible. Um, that's so crazy. Noel, what are your thoughts? Cause this is hysterical. I mean, honestly, so I was a huge fan of how Chris Ballard built the team. Like, I think he's like a great GM, like what they got for what they gave up for Buckner. Uh, like, uh, let's see, extending. Oh, who's there? Uh, Quentin Nelson. So just like how he like built the team with everything. But now it's like kind of a mess because they never really had a solidified quarterback. You know, they went through what Jacoby Brissett. They've had Carson. a different starting quarterback. For Every the year, past yeah. seven years, I think. Yeah. Carson Wentz, uh, obviously Matt Ryan. So, yeah, it's just a mess. They definitely should and will address the quarterback position this draft. I'm not sure if they're going to be, like, tanking, tanking, because I but they already have, like, a few wins under their belt from what I remember. But yeah, they, they've got, I think, three wins. I got it. So, I don't think they'll yeah. be – tanking like for too badly i think they'll try to i mean for all we know this could be like a genius move but obviously it's puzzling on how it plays out right now and we'll never know until you know it obviously time will tell let's be honest the true team that's tanking is is a as a green and yellow um (laughs) at this point (laughs) the packers lost to the lions um and Aaron Rodgers looks pathetic. He should have probably just gone off into the sunset and done all his uh, hallucinant drugs with his new hippie wife. She just retired. Should have just retired after they traded Devontae at that point. I don't know. He just wanted the money. Let's be honest. That's true. That's he true. did. That's, that's all he wanted at that point. Um, Kevin, this question is directly for you. And only you. I knew you were going to ask this. Of course, of course, of course. Are you out on him after uh, the abysmal game that they put on the field this past Saturday against Iowa State? Uh, I mean, all right. 
So I listened back to the episode last week as I, you know, do my little fun Instagram clips. Listen to why I said. I watched the game. It was probably one of the first games I've watched all year. I'm glad you guys watched it and I didn't. Thank God. And it was probably one of the most painful things I've had to watch all year. You know, Merritt, you mentioned on the podcast last week, we watch these games because we love our team that much and just maybe hope that they win. Was it entertaining? No. But we go through it. We go through this cycle every single year. And last last Saturday was probably the hardest to watch because it seemed like at any point we had plenty of chances to win the game. Plenty of chances. But we still failed to do anything with the offense. And then at that point, the defense is just so run down. You can only stop them so much that they're just going to be like, I'm probably tired. I, I, I'm done. It's like, I remember I told my buddy Dan, shout out to my buddy Dan, who I uh, was watching the game with. I told him, like, honestly, the only way we're going to get ahead is if maybe our defense scores because we're not going to do anything with the offense. And I was right. Defense couldn't score. So the offense did nothing also. But to tell all and be all, I the seat is definitely getting hotter. I am not completely out. Like everybody on Twitter was Saturday evening, but I am definitely watching to see and then listening closely to what is happening with the program. I listened to his his press conference on my way home from work before I uh, before I logged on, and I'll be honest, the questions were very innocent, and it wasn't really much. It wasn't really no no substance to them that I could really. I think they're, honestly they're they're just trying not to talk about those questions. But to the point, you know, you made it a point that there are three more games left in the season, and it starts with the game against Oklahoma. You haven't beat Oklahoma since we arrived in the Big Twelve. We haven't beat Oklahoma since the bowl game years ago. Yeah, 2007, which was, yeah, the Bill Stewart 15 year. years. Yeah. So with that, I mean, I'm I'm going to, well, someone is going to be there typing for our series. We're out here, which I'm very excited to see. Oh, so, I'll, you know, I'll keep it posted to the game. I'll have my phone ready. But, you know, I'm going to take it day by day. It will be, I will not let all of the gas until... There's more necessary reasons for me to let on the gas. If it's if I start to see the players show that they're not caring anymore, which is and that's the key. Like the, the, the players are still trying out there. The defense is trying up and they tried up until the middle of the fourth quarter. The offense is trying the best they can. The coaches are still trying to coach them hard. Until I start to visibly see those players start to not fight like they did earlier in the season that's when I'll be sold on Neil fully being out. I'm not going to be like those guys out there, like the voice of Motown and oh, all those, those other guys that like, I, so you know, it's funny. Sorry to go off topic. I when do we ever stay on topic. Never, but See? so I quoted a tweet of somebody 
and then I guess the voice of Motown was tagged on it. And he completely <laughs> like blew me up and was like, I'm like, whoa, well, damn, shout out to you, the voice of Motown. But yeah, so there's oh, that. Great. And like I had people literally at my throats, like, because you know, I, I said that, you know, I if I listen to podcasts, I normally follow the country roads confidential with Chris Anderson and Mike Kazaza. And then he he quote tweeted me back about, you know, those idiots are the ones that said that I they were end eight and four. And I'll be honest, I thought we would end eight and four too. But I thought we had nine and three. Up, so yeah. So literally the worst outcomes that could have happened this year literally happened. But because conveniently you are wearing this right now, I think I'm very excited for basketball season. I was not excited seeing that score last night, though, at one point. That was I heard. But I'm very excited for this Friday, Backyard Brawl, Men's Basketball Edition. So. Yeah. It's in Pittsburgh though, isn't it? No, um no, I think it's here. Shit, I'm driving in that day. Double check me, but I think I'm looking it up as but, we speak cuz I have but to But it in. is very very exciting. You know, Pittsburgh versus West Virginia on Friday backyard brawl basketball edition. Funny we fact should, about it. We should win. So apparently uh there's a guy on the Pittsburgh team that originally committed to us. But because we wanted the two other Juco guys that we signed, we conveniently let him know, yeah, we're not going to be signing. You can go ahead and search for another team. And now he decided to play for Pitt. And now he's going to be playing against us. It's in Pittsburgh. I think they played down in Morgantown last year. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah. So that's my thoughts on the WVU situation. Um, Noel, I know it wasn't directed towards you, but you know, this is a West Virginia podcast. Do you have any thoughts, sir? He says, he goes, hell no, I'm staying the hell out of that. FYI, Noel, I think you have like a delay when you're speaking. So just give us a heads up. Like whenever we talk, you know, um, it, it just, uh, it comes back. Like we get the sound like after. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think so. The game this weekend is at 12. It's an early game. Thank God. Thank Christ. My friend that I'm going with, we've all agreed. Well, if it's a crap game, we'll leave at halftime and we'll go down to the bars. We'll go down to the breweries in Morgantown and just relax and have a couple of drinks. Um, That's fair. I'm excited because it's a game in Morgantown. I'm just not excited to see what's on the field. Um, everything that I read was basically made it sound like anything Graham Harrell was trying to do all got undone last week. They said it looked like a very much like a Neil Brown coached game offensively. I can't say, I can't speak to it because I didn't watch any of the game. I don't remember what the heck I was doing. I was out at a birthday party. Um, so I didn't watch it, but. If that's the case, I, I I don't know how excited Saturday's gonna be. I I, I want to see us light light up Oklahoma because they're having a down year and I'd like to beat them. 
Um, but we'll have to wait and see. And I, I'm not going to lie. You ain't winning that, the two games after that. You ain't winning against Oklahoma State, and you definitely ain't winning against Kansas State. I, I You win four games. Wow. That's an I, accomplishment. I will say, I and I'm for some reason, I'm going to still stick to this. If he beats wins that game that you're at, I think that will be the only thing that will save him. It's and it's a very thin rope that yeah could save him. No, um, exactly. But so. I will say I'm hopeful for you because I think you're gonna get a, a better atmosphere fear than that you're thinking. I think you're gonna get a good atmosphere because it's Oklahoma. It'll be the last time you ever see them. Yeah, and, I think so. You know, I think people will be riled up. Uh, for those Boomer Sooners that are in town. And, and they're great. I love the Boomer Sooner tailgaters. They're, those guys are some of the best tailgaters out there. Let's be honest. I, I love tailgating with them when we were in college. They were some of the nicest people. Um, <laughs> but let's touch on the one team that can win something at West Virginia. Our women's soccer program. Hats off to the, the ladies um, for winning the Big 12 and beating TCU in the final game in overtime. I guess they scored with five minutes into the first overtime, but they got rid of the golden uh, goal rule. So they had to play the full extra 30 minutes of overtime. Did you see that goal though? Oh my God. The goal they won on was freaking amazing. She hit it from 40 yards out. It goes up. And the goalie came too far out because she thought the the wind like caught it right after the bounce. It just went right over her head. I was like, "You're gonna be shit, me! You scored that way, like yeah. fantastic." Um, and they play Sunday at one p.m. in Morgantown against I think it's Virginia or Virginia Tech. Um, I might be going to the game. I'm not sure. If we go, it puts my wife and I back here in New York around like 10, 11 o'clock at night. So it's a long day. But what what time what time what time is the game? One. Oh wow! Yeah, so we and we have to go from, um, Morgantown to outside of Baltimore, and then from Baltimore to New York. So really, it's a six seven hour drive in total. I don't know. We'll see. Well, I I would love to go. I I think it'd be awesome to go to that game. Um, the atmosphere at that game will be amazing. I'll probably buy some type of women's soccer hat, shirt, something while I'm there. Um, because you, you, you should get the women's soccer hat like you have of your uh basketball? women's basketball hat. I shall. All right. And I still need to get me the women's basketball. Uh, which hat did I get? The you got the band hat. Uh, yeah, I need, to, you get need the, to get the dance team hat. Yes, I need to get the dance team hat for sure. That's what you said you need to get. Okay, enough of that. Let's jump to Kevin. What jersey you got on? Ah, uh, yes, jersey that I have on. Uh, just to celebrate college basketball being back. I was gonna wear a West Virginia one like Merritt, but I got home from work late, so I had to grab what is in front of me. That it is the Oregon Ducks, but specifically. Sabrina Ionescu, currently say, player, you definitely have her player of the New York Liberty, and it has her name on the back. Um, since she's a Nike athlete, so 
wore that jersey today. I love it. Rocket number 20, fighting ducks. And yeah, big fan of Sabrina. She's awesome. She was, you know, mentored by the amazing Kobe Bryant. And yeah, I'm late, great Kobe Bryant. Yes. Merrick, can you let us know what jersey you have on and your hat that you have um, on for your segment? <laughs> so because college basketball is back, women's basketball starts next week, uh, I believe. Um, I had to rock my women's basketball hat to represent my team right there. Uh, and then, of course, this was the jersey that they came out with, I think, our second year. So it has the design on the back of the jersey. That, that, that jersey the, is fire. That is low-key oh, one of the our best jerseys. Uh, I'd probably put it up there as their number one jersey, for sure. Just because it has the design all the way through the back. And it's just comfortable jersey. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to throw this on tonight. Um, but yeah, that's what I got. Kevin. Not only do does that one have like the design on the back, the little details. You have the little fun little West Virginia logo in the middle. Yep. And over on your, hold on, is left or right? My your left. left side, the NCAA logo that they used to put on the jerseys, which they don't do anymore. Yep. So solid and jersey. It, and it's a KJ. It's KJ. And it's, yep, our poor Kevin Jones. Shout out to Kevin Jones playing in Japan. Yeah, the jersey that I have of that, I probably can only put half of it on because it's so small. But I will still forever keep it because it's that it's the time we were in there. Kevin, this is a medium and it still fits me somehow. Yeah, I also have a medium and I can probably get half my stomach over it. But, you know, I digress. All right. Did you get any new cards? Negative on any cards for the third straight wow. week in a row. Okay. Yes. I know Noel, that Christmas that Christmas season is coming, so you got to save your money. Yes. Yeah, so, Noel, we have a segment on me showing all of my new, like, sports cards I would buy. But I've just been trying to be a good person and lessen that load for just a tad. So, because of all of the fun stuff that we're going to be doing with our second portion of the podcast. In so one month. Out here. Holy Yes. <laughs> In one month. Wow. Merritt, would you like to tell Noel what we're doing uh, in one month? Uh, we are going to be booing Kyrie Irving and the Nets mightily as they play against my favorite basketball team, the Celtics, and Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> so we were making it – we still have to kind of hammer out the final details of that. Yes. But most likely going to be a full day in the city plus going to the game. Uh, it's like what a four o'clock game, I think, Kevin. Uh, I think it's six o'clock. Okay, that's fine. Six o'clock game. So literally, we actually, me and Noel have a wedding that we're going to be attending on the third of December. Oh my so god! I'm going to be like seriously feeling myself when I see you. You're going to be so hungover. Yeah, it's going to be great. Oh my god! I'm going to make it to the city via. I'm taking the train because I'm not driving in. No, um, that's that's the smart way. I was gonna tell you take the train in, and you and I could. I'm gonna take the bus in, and I figured we just meet at 34th Street in front of MSG. Great. I have no idea where any of that is. We'll figure it out. It's we got plenty of time. You are talking to a kid from New Hampshire. You'll figure it out. You're tall. <laughs> you can see signs. I, I'm tall. They don't have any tall people are in New York City. There's a lot of tall people in New York City. Yeah, um, you'll be fine. I have okay. you. How'd your fantasy teams do, guys? Uh, so Noel, you, do you have any fantasy teams? 
No, you're muted again. You're muted. How about now? No. There yeah, you yeah. go. Stop All muting right. yourself. <laughs> so I'm in, I'm in uh I'm in four leagues. Ooh, Ooh four uh, leagues. One, yeah. Uh they're all I think yeah, they're all different formats. So one is a dynasty. I'm tanking. Ooh. Ooh, I like yeah. the dynasty one. Is I'm tanking. Like- I like traded Travis Kelsey for like two first round picks. Wow. Okay. That's uh, that's. Are you expecting to be better next year or something? Like, yeah, I'm expecting to be better. Uh, it, it it sucked because my first two picks of my dynasty were out, got out for the season within like the first five weeks of the season. Who'd you pick? Ooh, I had uh, Javante Williams. Oh, and then uh, I, I'm a big uh, Trey Lance truther, and uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Oh Trey, man, Trey Lance ain't the answer. So, oh no well i yeah, feel so, for you so that was bad so once they got that de- once they once they were done i'm like okay everyone's up for offer i was like when someone offered me two first rounders for kelsey i was like i i can't say no to this so most yeah, people are willing to offer me one so okay and what about the rest of your leagues uh my the second one of the other leagues it's two court it's like two of everything except tight end and uh defense kicker that i'm in like second or third okay. team's pretty solid did suck losing Brees tall but uh we're uh we're still we're we're still hanging in there at six and three okay okay uh other league is five and four we're just out of the playoffs right now based on uh points four i think this is probably my best looking team it has uh a tua uh, Christian McCaffrey, who we we traded for, uh, okay. our wide receivers are C.D. Lamb, Devonte Adams, T. Higgins. Who's our other running back? Uh, I think Miles Sanders and uh, Travis Etienne, and then our tight ends T.J. Hawkinson. I think this is probably our best team. Okay, that's a pretty good team right there. That is solid. So that's three leagues, and who's the fourth? The fourth one is just uh, just your normal twelve team PPR league. I'm like five hundred right now, so just trying to hang in there. Hopefully, sneak into the playoffs. But yeah, those are my four teams. Well, I think the uh, that five and four team with a like I told you two ETN CMC Devante. I think that's the uh, best looking team of the bunch. Okay, yeah. nice. How'd you so do, for, Kev? Oh, we knew this week was coming, uh-huh. and it came down to the last game, and I went one and two. Hey, guess what? Sucks. You did too? Yeah, I did. Love it. Um, one of my teams, um, all my players got hurt in like the first quarter. <laughs> like Dobbs went out oh, and like all these guys. I was like, I'm pl-. and of course, one league I played my wife who I was projected. Oh, no. To- Hold on. I was projected to kick her ass. Then the game start. I kid you not. I had 45 points. 42 points going into last night's game. I had 62 points at the end of it because Lamar Jackson had 20 points. Oh, I was God. like, you are kidding me. And of course, my everyone on my teams has buys this week. So I literally <laughs> gutted my bench and gutted everything. Um, I lost in a league that I'm in with my brother-in-law and my wife. And then I played another league with my buddy Jeff and I faced Jeff this week. And that was the closest game I've had all year where it was like going back and forth all the way up throughout the games. At one point I was projected to win by 0. 0.4 points. 
Oh, geez. Let's just say I love Derrick Henry and Travis Kelsey for two obvious reasons. They <laughs> score a lot of damn points. Um, I was down oh, about 30 or so points to Jeff, and I ended up winning by 10. Oh, my Derrick gosh. Derrick Henry balled out, and Travis Kelsey had over 100 yards receiving, and we do uh, PPR. So, yeah, I, Kelsey had set, like 19 points for me because he had nine receptions, and it was ridiculous. So, yeah, I'm not doing so good. I don't know if I'll actually make the playoffs in one of my leagues. Um, I might just miss that one, and, but we'll see in the other two. So just not a good year fantasy football wise. It's been a been a rough one. Yeah, it's been a up and down year. Uh, so the one lucky thing that I had for two of my leagues, Cordero Patterson from the Falcons came back and oh, he crushed, he crushed it. it. Absolutely crushed it. So he's back. So I lost for the second time in my one league. I'm now seven and two. Uh, that league is my best league, and I'm hoping to win. It's the last time I'm going to compete in this league. So I, I already said I'm not competing next year. This is going to be my last time in this league. So my team uh, for Noel, for you, uh, it has Patrick Mahomes. I have Cooper Cup. I have Jamar Chase. Uh, Adam Thielen. I have Tyler Lockett. I got Gordarell Patterson. Uh, Mostert from Miami and Gibson from Washington. And then tight end in that league is Tyler Pitts. So solid there. Then I have my big money league with my buddy from my gym for his work league. That's the bigger one right now. If the playoffs started today, I would have just squeaked in in the last spot. So that's scary there. And then my fun league that I'm in that we randomly just conjured up on late on like Labor Day weekend. I'm actually doing really well on that one. I'm like six and three. Yeah, but we I did lost. the draft in Morgantown. That was the big money league. That's the oh, one that was the big money league. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I just need a bet. That one's not bad. It's just that who knew that Russell Wilson was just gonna not ride? Like, <laughs> it's terrible. He missed the cap the the taxi ride on that one. <laughs> Oopsie. Literally. Yeah, that's but not good. but yeah. So I knew that a week like that was gonna come. The fact that it came like all the way in November is cool. Uh, just hopefully we can make it into the playoffs, and then you know what it is. Once you get into the playoffs, all bets are off, and it's zero zero from there. I won't lie. I honestly, this year wasn't gonna do fantasy. I was so really close really to not? not doing it. I think it's because like, don't get me wrong, I love it. It's fun, but I feel like it always draws my attention away from the actual games i'm always like oh, how's my fantasy team i'm like diving into my phone i'm like i just want to watch the games and now that really? i have you know i have sunday tickets so like i can watch my patriot games every week but then afterwards i can put four games on my tv and just have all four games on and just have fun watching four games at once so sure i will say so like fantasy is interesting because if you're like a fan of like a certain team sometimes because fantasy, you can get so wrapped up into it. Like You're for example, against your they team. have the they have the red zone where pretty much all you're seeing Ugh. are just scoring. I hate so you're just zone. like going through, and you're like, oh, just for my fantasy team. But then like you're like, oh wait, 
my Steelers are on and I actually kind of want to watch them play the entire game. So I'm like not even focused on that. And I need, then I would need like Kenny Pickett to throw like three interceptions so I can get negative points or something. It, it hurts. It hurts. Yeah. It's but, always funny when you're like watching your favorite team and you have, you're playing against one of the best players and he's on your team and you're like, I want my team to win, of course, but I want this guy to go off for points. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I'm like, I've been doing this for 20 plus years. Like it's, it kind of gets to the point at times, but I, I also, if I do one more, if I do it again, one next year, my buddy and I, Jeff and I have agreed. We're going to do a 40 yard dash. Everyone in the league has to do a 40 yard dash has to be recorded. And that'll give us a draft order. Oh my, can you I saw it on be TikTok. careful? I saw it on TikTok and I was like, dude, we have to do this. I think personally, I'm either first or second. Well, you you got the long, I feel like you got a long stride. So. I have a very long stride, and I can probably get into decent running shape in the next 10 months before our fantasy football stuff starts. That's up actually, again. I'm not gonna lie, that's actually pretty fire to do. I should totally I just don't know what group of my friends would would do that. Well, Did you, you ever s- see on TikTok the group of guys that travel to like Bahamas? Yeah, that's stupid. Games. You didn't like that. I didn't, I don't like the idea of traveling with a big group of guys to go do a fantasy draft. I do like the idea though, like doing the games where it's yeah. like the drinking games and all the that. I think that would be really fun to do. The only downside is everyone has to be in one spot, and for my the league I am in with Jeff, it's. Pennsylvania, New York, upstate New York, like uh, kind of all over the place. So, <laughs> but we both agreed, I think doing the 40 yard dash would be a lot of fun. Yeah. You'll have to send that to me so I can put on our oh, podcast I, Instagram. I'm going to ask Jeff for the whole reel and we're going to put it up on TikTok and we will throw it up on the Instagram for yeah. sure. Noel, so- we should do that for our fantasy basketball draft. <laughs> Oh my god! Is there fantasy basketball draft still going on, Kevin? No, no, we're we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, can you explain the merit? Why it's an Excel draft? spreadsheet? Okay, okay. So what I gave in us, a Facebook oh, group. Okay, so what I gave us a went to meet, and this was with twelve of us, and the best availability was like half the league. I was like. I'm not having trying to have half the league auto draft their team. So yeah, what I we came up with was a a spreadsheet listed everyone, and then what what did we have like a two hour timer for everyone for a while, and then we're like, all right, later rounds, let's speed up, speed up, speed up. But we we got it done. We got it done. Within how many days did it go oh by? My God. Less than a week. It was less than a week. I think it was like. Opening tip was Tuesday. We finished by, I think it was like five days. We finished like Sunday, right? Yes. My, this is pretty much one of those like equivalents of like, uh, like doing those like super long drafts is like 24 hours in between like the next pick, something like that. Oh. My God. How about this, Noel? Since that took you forever last this year. Why don't you send out a calendar invite for next year 
so that everyone knows they have to do a fantasy draft on that day. <laughs> not a bad idea. It's definitely not a bad idea. <laughs> He's like, mm, I like the chaos that I created. I'm going to stay with that. <laughs> All right. So with that, uh, I guess this is now your segment, Noel. This is your time. Welcome to the Manly Musings podcast. Did you get the questions that I sent you? You didn't, I didn't get anything from you. You, oh my God, you're right. I maybe not. I forgot to send you. Wow. So, hold on. What I'm going to do right now is you I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to. You can just send it in the Zoom chat. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and send it in the Zoom chat. Oh, man. And hopefully, if there's anything that you can't answer, just let us know. But I, I, oh my God, I'm so sorry I didn't send him the chat. Merit, I'm a bad co host. <sighs> So the first question I have for you, which I think you can answer, is sports. Where did the passion for sports come from? Who inspired you? And give us some of your favorite teams and favorite athletes. Uh, Sports, this is just like something I picked up as a kid. Uh, My parents said one of the first things I learned how to read was the sports section of the newspaper. So, uh, you know, from there, it kind of just like, you know – just grew into a love of sports. I mean, my dad was, and as you know, Kevin is like, our family's like super big into sports, especially like, you know, my parents or my dad, at least. So from there, it would just be like, you know, dabbling into different things, whether through be through video games, through, you know, playing in the, the street or the front yard, things like that. I don't really have a single sports like uh, inspiration, but definitely like uh, my favorite teams go. So it's a mishmash of teams. So like, so soccer is Manchester United, the basketball is the Nets, hockey's the Rangers, baseball is the Yankees, and then football is the, Cow- the Cowboys. Oh, so- sorry. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. you're talking to a Red, a Red Sox fan is on here. That's why he's hurting. Yeah. Uh, hurting? Well, I feel like I'm going to vomit. Oh, my God. And then uh, favorite athletes would be uh, Nadal, Naomi Osaka, Ronaldo, uh, Michael Parsons right now. Fire, yes. fire. Yeah. So, um, so I know you work for a company called Prize Picks. Is that Prize right? Picks, yep. Yes. yes. Yeah. Can you tell us about it and how you ended up starting with them? Yeah. So Prize Picks is one of the fastest growing DFS player projection uh, apps in the business. So. So obviously, if you go to your like FanDuel, DraftKings, you'll see, obviously, you could bet on like the winner, but then there's also like, oh, you could bet on, you know, Shea Gilgis Alexander, like 26 and a half points over under. So pretty much we have something very similar, but you can't play a single leg. You has to be a parlay where it has to be two through five, two through five, because that's how we, we remain operational and we remain DFS is. Uh, no single, no single entries allowed as to be at least the parlay. Oh, okay. So could you do like a parlay of like, oh, uh, Damian Lillard is going to score the first basket of this game, and then, you know, Cam Johnson before he got hurt is going to score the final basket. Yeah. So we don't have that. Okay. Uh, I I think we, when I've talked to my old supervisor, I think during the pandemic they experimented with like crazy things like. Yo, who's gonna win the tip off? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those parlays are hysterical. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, we it's solely, uh, you know, points, rebounds, assists, uh, you know, PRA, fantasy score, blocks and steals, free throws made, three pointers made. You know, basketball is our easily our biggest market. I thought it would be NFL, but clearly, you know, there's a huge love for basketball, especially because it's every day, so it's a mm-hmm. lot easier to for people to just you know watch, and there's no you don't really have to wait for okay. Monday's over, got to wait till Thursday, Thursday's over, got to wait till Sunday, etc. So how did I get into it? So I actually found the app listening to a fantasy football podcast last year. And how they drew me in is what I was telling Kevin was they said you could uh, place entries on college players to hit certain number of points. So I'm a huge Duke fan, as he said earlier. So when they said, oh, I could play, put money on, you know, Paolo Bancaro to get over under 19 and a half points, you know, then I was like, okay, I'm sold. And so that's kind of where it started, where uh, I wanted to, you know, place entries on, you know, college players. Cause most of these, you know, bigger websites, you don't, you never, I never saw that you had that opportunity. And it was also legal in uh, the state where I am in now, Maryland. So I was like, okay, I can't, you know, do FanDuel. I can't do DraftKings. This is like a perfect, you know, opportunity to, you know, do this. But that's kind of where it started. And that's awesome. Because I cool. know I was doing a little bit of research. Prize picks is only in, correct me if I'm wrong, 30 of our 50 states? Yeah, it's in 30 of the 50 states, correct. Yes. So I think I looked. Merit, where you are, Yuria would have do it. Where I am in Jersey, I'm not able to unfortunately participate in prize picks. So with that, um, hmm. I'm kind of skipping a question. For what kind of advice would you give to someone? Maybe say Merritt decided to like start on prize picks. What would be some tips for any beginners? Like where 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 would somebody who knows nothing about the whole sports betting life? And where would, where would they start? I think for me, one of my biggest lessons was don't chase the shiny stuff right away. So when I first played, I would always chase that five leg entry, which is 10 X. So like, Oh, I put 10 bucks. I could turn into a hundred, put in a hundred, turn into a thousand. Right. That's so that's so shiny. And that me, because I did so many of those, I had to deposit again. I'm like, I never want to do this again. What I, constantly did was what i call bankroll building so first thing is setting your units so unit is a general term in the you know the sports gaming community we don't call it uh betting obviously for uh, our website for certain dfs purposes so we're in the sports gaming industry so it uh, a unit is just a generic term for how much a normal I guess bet is or entry is. So the reason we say unit is because, you know, my unit could be $5, your unit could be $30. And depending on the confidence of your, your play of your play or whatever, you know, if you're super confident, okay, I'm going to put two, three units. If I'm kind of 50, 50, I'll either do a half a unit or less than one unit where one unit is your normal kind of, uh, starting point interesting and then, yeah and then another piece of advice is uh yeah continue with uh, the bankroll building is like 
uh, for us, we have uh, get the two leg entry that gets you three X. So put in five, 15. I just constantly kept doing that until, you know, I got to a certain point where I felt confident to either increase my unit size or to, um, yeah, either increase my unit size or uh, feel, okay, I feel I want to put down three units today just because. But I, but I can't play anymore on a price on any DFS because uh, for, for, for the rules. You yeah. can't. I, I used to work in college athletics. You couldn't bet on college athletics during that time. So same idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so with that, I have to say, Noel, that was very insightful. And how you wrote that down because not gonna lie, I've been trying to get involved to it. Me and Merritt tried to talk about it at the same time. We don't know shit. So that was really insightful. So I appreciate you. So I know you can't do as much of it but, but uh now because you are in the game, but what was it kind of your uh favorite model of I guess of now sports gaming? Um well okay, so I I can play. I can't play any DFS. So like, like normal fan, like a uh, normal FanDuel, like, you know, those salary based games, normal, like draft, yeah. any FanDuel, DraftKings salary based games. And then obviously my, uh, the company I work for and any of our direct competitors, I cannot play. But then yeah, if yeah. I wanted to go like, you know, play a Bovada, like a normal FanDuel sports book, DraftKings sports book, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, points bet, whatever, I could play those because okay. they're not our direct competitor. Okay, okay. Mary, you have anything to add? Because normally this is where I randomly add random <laughs> questions here. Do you have anything? Um, I got nothing right now. I've, oh I've had a long day. I made, I made so, Merit speechless, guys. Holy shit. That's going to be an Instagram. Yeah, uh, sorry. It's been a very long day. Work has been killing me this week. Um, I guess, you know, I know you kind of mentioned it, but like, did you just reach out to them to be like interested in a role or how did you get to having a job after betting with them so much? Okay. So uh, I joined their, first of all, do you guys know what discord is? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I joined their discord last December and I kind of, my expertise was at the time ten, uh, golf for a little, but mostly tennis. And one of the employees reached out to me, said, you know, tennis isn't really a huge market, but because of your activity and how much, you know, pe- more and more people were willing to, you know, test the waters in the tennis, the tennis market. And so as he actually reached out to me to do an interview for a job, a discord admin role, last january i didn't get it at the time and someone else got it but then that was a little messy and from there instead of one job it turned into like five discord mods who kind of had each of their own projects so my project at the time was looking through each of the channels and we have so many different markets so obviously the big four college sports we football basketball and women's basketball we even had college baseball at one point this year because oh, we, wow. we didn't think we're going to get uh, because of the MLB lockout for a little. Yeah, that's true. 
yeah so be a college baseball but even bigger than some of these uh, big four sports is like our esports like csgo uh rocket league league of legends so those draw huge interests so my job was to my project was to like go through each of these channels find someone who was knowledgeable but i think more importantly like they're they're a positive like influence in the community like yes like you can know a lot but then once you start like you know screaming like you know nasty words or you're saying like things are rigged you know we're putting in the calls because everyone thinks you know vegas puts in the calls so things like that you know i'm not gonna want you as part of the team so kind of looking through there and then from there we had i set up our ambassador team which started in march and then a couple months later, the app, the app actually got banned in Maryland. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, it got banned. Um, so in Maryland, for those who don't know, you could bet, you could sports bet at the casino, but you can't on your phone yet. That's coming soon. Mm-hmm. And what I was told was like, I think one word or one sentence couple sentences made it went from legal to not legal in maryland wow which is crazy and so at the time my old supervisor who was our director of community he reached out to me he's like do you want to still be you know a part of the you know the discord mod team i was like i know i i had started something and you know it it would suck to you know kind of just leave in the middle of it even though obviously Technically, there's like no use, not like there was no use for me, but it felt like uh, because it had been banned, like he thought like I would just, you know, leave the discord. Well, I, I liked helping people understand tennis and win money in tennis. So I stayed on. And so when he got promoted in, I think it was like August or September, he put out to all of us, the ambassadors, our mods, he's like, okay, here's a job opening for the community manager. So when I interviewed with him, he had said uh, a lot of people had applied because obviously we're like one of the fastest growing uh, companies. And then he said he wanted someone internal. So I fit that. But then he also wanted someone who has seen the growth of the company and had also fit that. When I joined the Discord, there was probably... 10,000 or less than 10,000 members at the time in that discord and right now as we speak we are at 97,000 holy Holy shit wow so my my director of community grew it from zero to 65 that's when he had stopped and then I picked up from 65 to 97. It did. It does help a lot that we had NBA and NFL, you know, come in right when I like took this position because those are huge for like our growth. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just, now it's just kind of continuing and our CEO, he is like, I, uh, I went to Atlanta last week for a concert, but then I worked out of the office, you know, we had to sit down and he's like, yo, we have something in this discord that, you know, none like FanDuel doesn't have, Draft doesn't have, our direct competitors don't have. It's some, like what we have is like something special because, you know, when you sports bet, it's very transactional based. You, you just place the bet and you kind of wait out the result. Whereas right. what we have is 
okay, you place your entry, but then you have 97,000 other people to sweat these entries with like, okay, okay, no NBA games today, but we have, we have a promotion called Taco Tuesday and, you know, people get a special, people get to vote on special discounts. So right now people earlier were sweating out simple. He's like one of the CSGO, like goats or whatever. Like people call him like, you know, the, like the Michael Jordan of CSGO, like people like 30,000 people are like, okay, is he going to get his, you know, 34 and a half kills? Yeah, he got it. Now, right now, people are going to be sorting out Connor McDavid. Will he get three shots on goals? So it's like having like, it's like both a pro and a con because, you know, if they win, okay, yes, everyone wins together. But then, you know, the, those rough days when everyone loses together, it's like, oh man, I'm deleting the app, you know, they made the calls to Vegas, you know, just different things like that. It's like when, everyone ran up the stock price of uh gamestop <laughs> yes yes exactly <laughs> went Perfect. really well for yeah. a while and then it just died yep oh my god i remember that just don't mm-hmm. end up like everyone else on gamestop stock that yeah. was not good um, per- perfect uh, analogy that's crazy that's unreal that it grew like that um you know you said you're the community manager. So what's that role entail? What do you, what's your, and you don't have to go into super details yeah, yeah, if you can't, but. Yeah. So uh, like I said, I run the, the day-to-day discord operation. So I'm in there. So obviously, you know, look over my mod team, look over like my ambassador team, but then like certain days, if, you know, it's getting nasty, like if, you know, people are losing a lot, you know, I'll have to like put chat on slow mode. I'll have to, uh, you know, go reach out to my mods and say, okay, you got to go into this channel, like see who needs to be banned because, you know, they're, they're saying nasty stuff. Like the amount of like nasty words I have to look up on the internet to go put into our auto mod is, you know, real, really bad. Like, and it's not even just like nasty stuff, like, you know, obviously derogatory terms, you know, just mm-hmm. general curse words. It's like, we don't even want them to, talk about our competitors which makes sense like why would you go into a discord of one company and try to promote another company mm, so like how like one of our rival companies they're called underdog they're act they're uh they're new york based the amount of different variations of underdog i have in our auto mod is crazy i le- legit have emoji down arrow and 30 different dog emojis to cover <laughs> to cover all like like people spell out the like the abbreviated ud i'll write out u y o u d e e and like put spaces in between just to cover like that all it's wow. crazy so that's just like kind of a normal day uh like some days like today like we'll i'll be running pro- we'll be running promotions so i'll be advertising okay everyone go vote on your taco like who, who you want to get the discount on, things like that. And then, you know, I'll run, like, Discord giveaways. So, like, yesterday we had, you know, college basketball tip-off. So we ran a giveaway. So guess, because we're player-based, like, we wanted them to guess, like, the combined points, rebounds, assist of who we did. Uh, Marcus Sasser, Ar- Armando Baycott, and uh, Drew Timmy. Rather than, like, oh, like, guess the final score of this game because, like, you know, we're player-based, so we want – people to guess you know different like stats of uh, players 
and so that's pretty much late. And then obviously you know, you're, you're normal, like, you know, go into meetings, all that fun stuff. But yeah, it's very uh, kind of day-to-day varies. So, but like certain days, like expect me to be busy on Christmas because it's on a Sunday. So football and basketball and, you know, people will be getting money. So like Christmas. Yeah, your whole money, weekend, your whole weekend that weekend is going to be uh, a little crazy. Be, yeah. So expect me to be have a computer or my phone and look in to see if, you know, something happens like, you know, if I'm, like, especially these, with these Christmas basketball games, if someone goes down in the first quarter and it's like, you know, everyone's on their, um, you know, more than X points or assists. Oh, I'm going to Christmas going to be so busy that holiday season. Oh my God. Like, can you imagine all man Steph Curry just, Freaking sprains angle in like the first five minutes of the first quarter. Don't have him for your over 20 points that game. Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah, we've had some crazy. I like joke with my supervisor that like I that when I right when I joined the role and like that it was a test room, not only him, but the higher entity, whatever you may believe in. Because one of our first tacos that I had to deal with was it was Aaron judge against the blue Jays. And it was just to get a single, it was 0.5 total bases. The oh blue Jays like, walked him four times that game. And they didn't, they barely threw the ball in the strike zone. Oh my God. And so like every, so, and it didn't help that points that DraftKings fan duel all immediately. Cause they had something very similar refunded it. And everyone's, Sharing pictures, refund, refund, refund. I'm like oh, no. five minutes slow mode, refund, refund, refund. And I'm like, we I, we eventually obviously put out. It was a it was one of our tacos. We call it a yeah like a quote unquote like spoiled taco policy. So technically that fit under the spoiled because like they didn't even give him a chance to hit the ball. Oh my year. god! Yeah, that's then, crazy. I think so. That was Tuesday. Two days later. That was the Bengals Dolphins Thursday night game, and that's when Tua went down. Oh god, oh. that's you mean when Tua died? Yeah, when Tua, yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. Oh I was my just god! Like, and everyone's like, "Oh my terrifying!" So there was that, and then I think that following Monday when JT was out, that's when Naheem Hines got hurt on the first drive of the game. Oh yeah, I got a concussion. Oh my god. That's terrible. So that was like my, legit my first like real week. I was like, what a what a test. You're like, if I can do this, if I can survive this, yeah, I can survive, survive anything. All right, yeah. I got this. Because our DNP policy is it's like if they don't touch the field, then it won't count. But obviously, once they take a snap, it counts. Like it's I know it sucks, but it's the rules. Like even with college football. Like they could not play not 99%, but if they step on the field to take a kneel down, that's a snap and you, and it, it, it's a loss, which is heartbreaking, but you know, it's in the rules. Oh God. No, thank and you. It's not like the rules are like, it's not like the fine print is tiny. It's like, if you click how to play or like click on scoring, this is how it's scored. It's the same size. And hmm. everything else, and probably bolded and italicized as well. So. <laughs> you know how many people read that stuff? 
Yeah, no, not many. Uh, no. Trust me, I, I get, I get the, I get a lot of pings slash notifications on, you know, hey, can I get this player up? I'm not, I'm, I don't make, I don't make the line, so no, you cannot get. You have to go ask support. Can you, can you make this? But no, he he played. I cannot make him BNP for you. I'm sorry. So, it, it you know you mentioned it. You most likely Christmas are going to be at some point in the day working yeah now you know if like i have a providence basketball game on behind me good example like because there's basketball going on now every day of the week football what four days of the week technically if you count college football we we take we take action on the mac games that are going on on tuesdays from Tuesday to Saturday, we have oh college football. Gosh, oh right. my god, I forgot. Gotta love action. I I forgot about those games to happen. So literally, you are working or on call twenty four seven. Yeah, for the most part, obviously, like I'm gonna go sleep when I sleep, but uh, when it's like a little quieter, but uh, yeah, if something crazy happens, and especially in one of our either bigger markets or one of our like you know big promos like a Taco Tuesday, like you know, then I'm like wired to the computer. I think the best example, I wasn't here for this, but we had a free, the company had a free square. I wasn't playing on the app yet. I didn't even know it existed was Zion 0.5 points when he was at Duke and they played Carolina. And that's the game he blew out his shoe. Oh. So you can, so I don't think the discord was created yet, but you could imagine I'd imagine if that happened now where we had a hundred thousand people screaming a free square all sign what to do is dunk yeah. the ball once or make a free throw but no just blows out his shoe I just remember a hundred thousand people do like scream everyone tagging me oh god I'd have that... to, I, legit i would have to probably slow mode every chat or even like shut down the discord at some point and it has that has happened before where like that's crazy every channel was like slow mode or like no one could message for like 30 minutes and then you know everyone like chilled out and then it was normal wow yeah kevin you're muted so noel like mary lily essentially said like you're almost on call like all the time so like what do we do when like do we ever have some downtime like I think I guess your downtime is like technically like almost like right now, yes. which we appreciate yeah. you. But do you ever have time to just like chill out and just yeah. be like, yo, I'm gonna go relax for a second? Yeah, obviously, like certain days, like even though sports are on sports and esports are on, like you know, 24, like we have Australian basketball as something you could put money on. Yeah. Australian oh, I'll put money on Matthew Della Denova if he's playing Wait, over there. Australian basketball. So this is I apologize for the off topic. Isn't that the area where Kai Soto is playing? Yeah, Kai Soto. Yep, the Phil the, the Philippine Center. Mm-hmm. Yes, but yeah, yes. you could put money. Yeah, you could put an entry on Kai Soto. But it has to be with one more player on Kai Soto and someone else. Points, rebounds, whatever. But yes, uh, just because it's on play for seven. Uh, doesn't mean I'm going to be up 24 seven, like certain days I expect to be, you know, slower than others. Uh, like obviously you know, Thursday nights, I expect to be a little, 
you know, busier, obviously Sunday throughout the day. Cause you know, football's on all day, mm-hmm. you know, uh, days where there are more NBA games than others. So obviously like today's Tuesday. Yes. There's like, you know, hockey, CSGO, you know, soccer going on, but you know, if there was NBA on today and we had an NBA taco and, you know, it had a chance of missing, then, you know, I'm probably hopping off right now and telling, you know, the mods, all right, we got to see who to ban, who to, you know, got to give a talking to, et cetera. Dude, that is crazy. You are living the the lover of sports' dream to just deal with sports. And, like, do you ever feel like this is, like, not even, like, your job? Do you feel like you're just living the dream in a sense? Uh, Yeah, when I went to the office and, you know, it's a, we're we're uh, we're based out of Atlanta, and you know, just talking to like my coworkers who I just like obviously met for the first time in person. You know, we're just talking about fantasy football and on how like you know, I like this guy, I don't like this guy, or like you know, basketball. Like, oh, are the Lakers winning tonight? It does doesn't feel real. That's pretty cool. Sometimes, yeah, that is like, definitely cool. Like, even like uh. Our office is like very like very chill. Like I felt like I I was in joggers, getting off the plane. Then I switched into like you know some jeans, and then I see some people just rolling in shorts. I'm like okay, like I see like they want you to be as comfortable as possible in this work environment. You know they even have like TVs up. You know if you they want to play like they want they want to have a game on. Like you know while working. You know, listen to fantasy news, listen to just like ESPN, Fox Sports, whatever. It's just it's, it's crazy. That's Still doesn't feel cool. real. Yeah. It won't feel real. That's that's yeah. like Kevin said, that's kind of like the the sports enthusiast dream is yeah. just to live and breathe sports at all times. So yeah. Let's see what else I have. I, I think I missed a couple, but I may skip over them. But um if anything, if you could give us for those that be, continue to indulge in in uh in sports gaming, yeah. uh, what advice do you have for those people? When do you let them know when they should stop, and when is it a time to keep on playing? Uh, okay. Here's my rule of thumb: if you have to deposit again, you should at least take a break. I wouldn't like if you enjoy it then obviously I want you, uh, I would tell you to keep doing it, but if you like have to deposit again, like, you know, take a break and, you know, think about how, how you play things. I, like I said, that's how I kind of learned how to be better with my money because okay. when I have to deposit again, I'm like, I don't want to ever deposit, you know, more money again. I want to, you know, be able to withdraw the money out of this app and put it into my bank account. Right. So, uh so one uh you know start small uh set your limits two if you if you ever stop uh you know if you're considering stopping like don't force yourself to deposit unless you know you see like you know you see a nice promo that you like or you know your favorite market comes back etc what was the uh, other question or parts of that question when is it a good time to keep playing Oh, obviously, you know, got to ride the hot hand if you to, to keep playing. But honestly, like this is like something where even when I was losing for a little, like it's it was still fun. Like it was kind of like how uh, 
Merritt was saying like how he sweats out, you know, you and you're always on your phone, like for fantasy. This was you know, just another way to like, okay, I'm going to stack this game. Like, I don't know. Let me give you like two random two, like Pistons nets. Like, okay, I'm watching this game anyway. Let me put some, you know, money, put some money on it. And now it becomes a little more, a little more exciting rather than like the potential, oh, that's going to win by like 20, 25, whatever. I like it. That's I pretty like cool. It. I like that. Yeah. I think I'm going to keep it at that so we don't go over like 10 hours like we have for the last couple podcasts. Mary, you have anything to add? No, I, this was honestly like Kevin mentioned, we've done a, we did our own version of sports betting. Like God feels like, well, it was a year ago. Um, and it was fun, but this is more informative. This actually, you know, everyone out there that listens to this podcast, um, if you're looking to get into sports betting or you have and want to try something different that's not FanDuel or DraftKings, give prize picks a try. It sounds like one of those apps to me that it'd be more fun because you're doing parlays and it's just something different than just the normal sports betting. So give it a try. Jump on the discords. Say nice things, not inappropriate, so you don't get blocked. Seriously, don't get blocked and yeah. cause a 30-minute slowdown, please. Or get it so it shuts down. Yeah, and so. like, uh, like I was saying, we have so many different markets. Like we Obviously, in the summer when sports are a little slower, like WNBA was probably one of our biggest markets. Ooh. Along with baseball. So what is the most, I would say, what's the most unique market that you guys have that like, m- like maybe that none of us would ever really think about? Uh, high lie. What? <laughs> so I don't know how to describe it. So high. So high lie. Yeah. So the reason we have high lie is one of our, one of the first investors in the company owns the casino down in Florida that you know host the host the sport it's like you have this like weird canoe looking like paddle and you like throw the ball oh, like, i know what high... i know what you're talking about i've seen it before yes so we have highlight projections we, we wow. call it projections instead of prop dfs rules but highlight yeah. projections monday through wednesday from the Magic City Casino down in Florida. That's probably our most unique market. That is an that's, interesting one. That's legit. That's legit. I love yeah, that. Uh, like I said, we have like six different esports. So you know, most 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 people have like you know CS:GO, League of Legends, but we also offer Dota, like Rocket League, Call of Duty. That's Valorant. pretty legit that you have Call of Duty. Yeah, like legit like uh yeah call of duty league like at one once once you know everything settles down with this new call of duty game you know the pro teams are gonna come out they're gonna compete you could you know put money on certain players you know more or less kills that's pretty cool i like that well kevin that's all i got i'm probably gonna go to bed i'm exhausted <laughs> yeah so I'm is it, it shall i uh outro it up yeah get us out of here yes so first things first number one we gotta thank our my guy my cousin noel 
Noel, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us. Um, can we any socials that they they that they should follow you about or anything you want to share or pitch? Uh, yes, all my socials, uh, Instagram and Twitter are at not first Noel, just all spelled out. Yep, just make sure you follow him at not first Noel. If you guys are trying to try something different, hey, take a look at Prize Picks. It's definitely uh, something different if you're looking to get into the sports game and world. Uh, make sure you listen to us at uh, the Manly Music Podcast. We appreciate you listening. We're available on all streaming platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Play. We're on Amazon. If you enjoy seeing our faces, continue to make sure you leave a comment on our YouTube page, the Manly Musings Podcast. I'd love to see some comments. I think I've only seen one on out of all of our fun videos. Um, please make sure you follow us on Instagram. You have Merit at Merit underscore P. Definitely follow his because of him getting content for our second spinoff show of the podcast. We're out here. Follow me at KQuaver624. Follow the podcast Instagram at the Manly Musings Pod. And make sure you go ahead and take care and spike your hair. Good night, y'all. Sure.